Hello, and thank you for listening to Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt. And before we get started, I wanted to toss out a friendly reminder that the fight for racial injustice has not ended. As of this recording, the police officers who murdered Breonna Taylor have not been arrested. And last time I checked, the chant goes, no justice, no peace, not some justice, then we all forget about it. So I have posted a few links in the show notes for today. Please, I implore you to check them out and continue fighting alongside us against racial injustice and the police. Thank you and enjoy this stupid, stupid show. Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K, Rule Bowser, Andros Cannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, Gex. And today we have another episode, another top 10 list as we inch ever closer on our road road to 100. No, no, no. On our road to 100. (laughs) On our road to 100. Uh, Woad to 100 is kind of like if Elmer Fudd was participating. Um, and it's got alliteration on it. It's got, it does got alliteration. And so that means, yeah, so obviously I did it on purpose. But I cannot do it alone. No, no, no. I have to have my my humble crew of uh, Zoo Tycoon members here who are going to help me you know, craft some jokes, make this episode funny, but also make you think. Make you think about games specifically. We have one of the all-time champions of the show, uh, somebody near and dear to my heart, Michael McCaller. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. The stars. Oh, amazing! Oh amazing. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do have another returning champion to the show. Someone I'm always excited to have back. I would also say he's near and dear to my heart. <laughs> Alec Robbins. Hello, it's me, Alec Robbins. And (laughs) it seems I was right about the world's speed and power exceeding that of Star Plot. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, we got some JoJo. I I love like because Alec, you're not on the show incredibly too often, so when you come on, I get to remember what your sound clip is. I also like I wasn't sure which one it was anymore if there was going to be a new one. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and well, I'm, I'm happy it's that one. I, I have never seen the dub of Jojo, which is also funny. Now, just from that clip, how do you feel like the dub is? Would you consider going back and watching it? <laughs> yeah, I actually I think I want to rewatch it and I'll do the dub this time. Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, I didn't like choose to watch one or the other. I just happened to watch the subs. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah. I, I looked for I looked high and low trying to find a perfect clip for you and that's what i came up with um it doesn't have sonic the hedgehog in it so that's a big win for you and i i think yeah i think we both made it out pretty good on that i feel like a lot of people who aren't even sonic fans on this show have sonic in their yes that's true (laughs) i have put i have injected sonic the hedgehog for comedic purposes into many people's sound effect clips um 
Yeah, I do I think, think it's a great call. I, I think <laughs> he said a lot of funny things over the years. Yeah, a lot of funny people have played him over the years. Um, Jaleel White, Jaleel White. Well, right there, that's that is a uh, a Mount Rushmore of comedy history, right there. Uh, so let's 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 think about this. We're doing another top ten list today. We are returning to the platformer genre, but we're not going in two dimensions. No, no, no. We are in three dimensions this time. So that would be our top 10 3D platformers we'll be covering today. I'm very excited to get in. But before we get into that, I do got to ask you fellers, what have you been playing? McCaller, why don't we start with you? I am playing The Last of Us Part 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm somebody who I would say hates the last of us one like i hate that game's gameplay i think it's so bad i'm right there with you it it blows my mind uh i think last week on the show i called it the worst great game of all time (laughs) i cannot fucking believe how much i love last of us 2 i think that's crazy done that is crazy i I don't i'm stunned i am shocked too it's okay it's got you guys tell me if this rings true to you. Do you feel like first party Sony exclusives always have just like a dash of jank? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I never know how well, to describe think- this, but it feels like they're always a little off. There's a little like not quite like in the way that like a Nintendo game just feels perfect to play whatever it is. Well, isn't it because I don't know. I feel like I get what you're saying, but it's always because they're striving for such realism that it shows more when it's not hitting. It. Yeah, yeah, they're um their priorities are are switching over from realism to or away from gameplay rather. Uh, yeah. Last of Us Two has like many elements of gameplay that I enjoy doing. That is crazy. Yeah, I, I can't even believe you're saying this this I, news to me. <laughs> I know. Too. I, I bought this game. I thought I was gonna play it for a couple hours and then just like. Switch the difficulty over to ultra easy, which they have now, <laughs> and just like blow through it. But like, I appreciate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really liking it. There's a bunch of like exploration, which is my number one quality in video games. Hmm. Um, the puzzles that were so frustrating in Last of Us One are like shorter and more slightly more intuitive. There's still a little like, oh, I got to figure out how to get this garbage can over to this wall. And I hate that. Yeah, I don't want to move any more garbage cans. <laughs> You'll move garbage like all cans. All Half-Life puzzles are just moving crates somewhere yes, else. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Dumb physics puzzles that like, I'm in this beautiful world and I've got to figure out how to get a plank across a girder. Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb. No. Uh, they're shorter this time or they're more intuitive. They're less, um, like I felt like I was getting stuck a lot in The Last of Us 1 and getting a headache from it. Mm-hmm. And the gunplay is better. I don't know. I just feel like everything feels pretty good. Still not great, but like obviously the story is shocking. And I was going to ask you about that How, because uh, now McCaller, I don't mean to put you on blast here, but <laughs> li- much like me, we're, we're sensitive fellas. You oh, know, boy. we're, we're sensitive guys. We, yep. our heart bleeds for, um, you know, the mistreated. <laughs> uh, uh, when you're playing Last of Us 2, are you not just in a constant state of like, this is just too mean? Oh, I'm making a lot of frowny faces playing this game. 
<laughs> I got a big lower lip sticking right out. <laughs> Someone said the character's face is also grimace when you're like shooting people if you turn the camera. Face oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I keep accidentally I, like sometimes I when do I'm, like. I think it's when I'm trying to figure out a puzzle. I'll be like rotating the camera all around the room looking for something, and you'll just catch a glimpse of Ellie's face, and she's just like furrowing her brow like she's throwing a tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> That is, yeah, that's, yeah, to me, that's, um, that's the thing I'm most afraid of is I, for one, I, I would not have expected to like the gameplay because I, I haven't liked the last, I haven't liked a Naughty Dog games, like gameplay since Uncharted 2. And I even am afraid to go back to that because I think I might have not liked it then either, but just been taken over by spectacle. Mm -hmm. But, um, this one, I really do want to, experience the story but i'm afraid (laughs) i'm scared to because i i don't want it to be too mean and make me sad and make me upset and then also when i look outside my world is sad (laughs) you need something nice and chipper right yeah no it's very much the opposite of animal crossing and that it's the exact wrong game for this time right Great. I, I would I would I would say that the story handles its brutality with a real deft touch. That mm. um the comparison I heard yeah, I heard somebody else talking about this. I was trying to think if I thought of this or if I heard it on another podcast. Right. The comparison was hereditary. Mm. Where it's like mm-hmm. it, these are moments of deep uncomfortableness, but they're uh like once you get through them, there's moments of levity and it's like it once that brutality is kind of recontextualized in some really interesting ways. I I would say it's worth it, and I I don't think that the brutality is being done for shock value. Okay, which well, is another that critique is I had hear. of the first Last of Us. I felt like there were some moments where it was just like, oh, surprise! This guy just killed himself very suddenly, and I was like, all right, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> who cares? Okay. Who cares? Um, well, that sounds interesting. I'm very eager eager to borrow it. Yeah. Um, and I'm and I'm. Jeremy and I were just talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we won't have to buy this game. Yes. Yeah. There would be so many people that own it. That it'll be in a landfill somewhere in Los Angeles after it's all done. <laughs> you know. And I'll just go. We'll just go grab copies, like uh, like old Atari copies of ET or some shit. Like. <laughs> Um, which they did dig up they did point. dig them up and it, it's like it's pretty pricey to get one of those um, if you want a box copy of E.T. from the landfill like certified right. from the landfill you want it with the authentic- uh, certificate of authenticity that came out of the landfill with them <laughs> yes exactly yeah what a man talk about a con right it's like I dug oh, up all yeah. this garbage and sold it for <laughs> millions uh, we have truly been irony poisoned yeah <laughs> uh, Alec Robbins Buddy old pal, what you been playing? I'm really excited to hear what you've been playing. I've got, uh, well, there is one that you definitely know about, which is Bloodborne. Oh, yeah. Um, And I mean, I'll tell you this much. I I booted it up again to start from the beginning, and I have never beaten this game. I've never made it more than probably 2% into the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love it so much. (laughs) I play it uh, once a year. I'm terrible at it. I got a little further this time, hit another wall, and I'm done again. I'll play it again next year. <laughs> is it, is it, the, is it the, the, uh, the Dark Beast Parl? Yeah, it's that big electric skeleton dog. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Just I, I might not be at the right level. Maybe I just grind a little more. I love it. I'm just mm-hmm. just not good. I beat Sekiro, so I thought maybe I'd go back to, uh, to Bloodborne and I can finally handle it, but no, no. 
just can't. Fa- it's fascinating how these games hit people differently. Because Sekiro, much harder for me. Much Interesting. harder. Now, mm. I'll tell you what the, the big difference is. And well, there is one criticism I have of all from games. This is the only thing I don't like about them is the inventory management. Yeah. How you need special items and have to grind to get them back to beat certain bosses. But uh, the one thing I liked about Sekiro is that there weren't stats. And in mm-hmm. an action game, I don't necessarily want stats. Like, I don't want to be constantly thinking, oh, did I pick the right build? Did I pick the right weapon? Right. Am I at the right level for this fight? Sekiro is just like, hey, uh, you can stumble onto anything. And if you have a good enough grasp on the mechanics, you will manage. Totally. So I think that's my favorite of their games so far, just because it's the one that clicked for me the most. But it's not my favorite aesthetic in the games. I like Bloodborne the most. I just can't yeah uh, beat it man Sekiro but, almost has like a little bit of a metroidvania element to it where oh, it, it also has like where like if you're at a boss and you can't beat it it it's it's likely because there's a an item like an actual like mechanic you haven't got yet the ice beam <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> or i was gonna say literally the fire in it like when you get oh, like yeah. if you miss the fire uh wand i don't know what it's called <laughs> but, robert, robert firecrackers yeah firecrackers <laughs> then you yeah. yeah then you probably can't beat that big giant i i'm trying to think it it was easy to miss that it was i feel like the game definitely makes sure you get yeah maybe maybe i'm remembering it wrong but yeah definitely a lot of like very hostile design choices in those games which i appreciate because they're like in the interest of good game design Mm -hmm. uh they're in the interest of like experimental game design maybe where it's like what if we don't hold your hand here and not in like a way that's annoying but in a way that's really satisfying when you do figure it out right but again people could argue against that i think uh no one here (laughs) buddy don't like those Mm -hmm. games we are all in agreement (laughs) well you know what i am playing for real though like constantly what it's actually 52 games in one. Oh, uh, uh, what is it? The, yeah, the Clubhouse, um, Club, Clubhouse, Clubhouse games. games. Yeah. yeah. We didn't even mention that on our show last week when that released, but everyone is ranting and raving about these Clubhouse games. It's it's good. It's like, I mean, it is just a collection of like chess and uh, like Hanafuda. Mahjong. And, yeah, it's, it's all the games that you would expect they'd have on there. So it's not like revolutionary. But. Sure but it's i'm having a blast just like playing chess online and losing or whatever did you play it for the ds when it when it came out for that yeah 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 i'm a fan of these Mm -hmm. i need to get this i how much how much was it i mean it's 40 bucks i think and that's probably more than i would recommend yeah i might get it on sale i would say half the games on it are worth your time the other half are like okay i see why you put that on there i'll never touch it again so if you're getting like you're getting a good value still for like at least a dollar a game. What are these other games that are like classic enough to have made it in, but not worthy of what's the, the time? One, uh, what's it called? Loot? loot? It's kind of like trouble. There's one that's literally just like you're moving those colored pegs across a board and rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Ludo. Ludo. And it's the most i don't know why you include it because you're literally just rolling digital dice (laughs) moving your figurines further the next person rolls digital dice moves their there's no upsets except if you land on another piece it goes back to the it's just whatever (laughs) yeah no totally yeah it's cool on there i guess but i'll never touch it again have you done the trick where you like use your switch as the game board and played with a, a live person like ronnie or something yeah, my roommates and I, we played, but we didn't like set it on the table. We just, because we just played it like through local connect. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you, know, there's, so there's you a couple have games. Yeah. 
I haven't done what you said, mm-hmm. but I have played with roommates. Mm. There is like a mode where certain games you can connect the switches to yeah. like create bigger game boards or weird puzzles. Yeah, I want to I want to know more about that. I want to like there's like a, a couple of the action games on there. Like there's a tank game that a lot of the action games are just like Mario Party mini games, mm-hmm. essentially like shoot the targets faster uh use those like weird tank controls to try to hit the other person first and you can connect the board for those that's awesome yeah i think i want to get this i just i think i want to wait for it to be a little bit on sale but it sounds like a good it sounds like something i could play with jackie like just sitting that's what i was gonna say it's good for this it's good for quarantine (laughs) yeah for sure yeah uh yeah we just got two more puzzles so we're like we're like we're like ready for puzzle time um (laughs) But you know we blow through them puzzles because you know we have nothing but time mm-hmm. as and we you're rot. Very smart. You're good at finding the... where pegs intersect. I, I said that about you for years. I would say that's your best quality. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. I love a good system. Give me a good system that I can figure out and and exploit. You know. Um, Wait, can I ask what the themes of the puzzles are? Uh, the images on them. E, I, I, I don't know. So I'm just gonna make something up. Uh, Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> Eiffel Tower is great. I was hoping they'd be like, uh, you got like a Metal Gear one. Or no, something I wish. Uh, I, I have a feeling the good ones have been long sold out, and that we're kind of getting the dregs of like this is a poppy oh, field. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah, you're just getting whatever's left. Yeah, I know. Um, uh. One puzzle we did was a bunch of ice cream brands. Ooh, <laughs> thank you. Brands. Brand. Not not even just like ice cream images, but specifically the brand. It was like it was it was like a collage of like dryers, bluebell, uh Tillamook, like that like that kind of how do they license all that's like the Smash Bros of ice cream. It, it, it really was. It really was the Smash Bros of ice cream. And I don't know how they licensed it. <laughs> uh I have been playing two games, one newer, one retro game. I'll get I'll, t- I'll just talk about the newer one first. I've been playing the uh, Xenoblade Chronicles oh, for, for the Nintendo Switch. I'm going to say a uh, hard game to recommend unless you <laughs> are a person who is me who really has a soft spot for uh, RPGs of a certain era. <laughs> <laughs> this era being the mid to late uh, aughts. So uh, if you like games like Final Fantasy 12 or the original World of Warcraft. <laughs> um, it does feel like an MMO, right? <laughs> it is an MMO. So the, the, the combat is MMO style, which might rub people the wrong way. So it's like you to have a, yeah, you have a list of action items that all have uh, uh, well, uh, timers. So like you, you, you can deplore it and then you have to wait for the timer to go down before you can do it again. Mm. Gotcha. So the, so the combat, basically, I'm just going to say it. It feels empty. It feels really like your character's standing there getting their ass kicked while you're just waiting for a timer to to roll down. Uh, I I like the story. I think is really good. It's it is a gorgeous to look at game, and I I'm really interested to know how this game ran on the Wii or the 3DS because it's. It's running at sixty frames. Oh, okay. So how did that look? <laughs> so that's that's the funny thing is I I stopped. I didn't. The game didn't grab me, and I kind of regretted buying it. Mm-hmm. So I only played like a few hours of it. Yeah. But it's funny because everyone says it's a gorgeous game, and I guess I chose to play it on 3ds yeah. And probably missed a lot of yeah so its biggest selling point like didn't land for me right i mean i just i don't i could you not is it like a situation where you just couldn't see very far in it no it it well i guess i can't compare because i haven't seen how it ran on the wii i haven't seen yeah. how it ran 
well the new one's like completely remade right yeah and, and it's it and it's running at 60 frames so it like it, it's really cool to see these big environments these vast environments running smoothly you know i think i got the sense that the game would look good <laughs> ah <laughs> ah yeah you're looking at a jpeg of the mona lisa you're like i understand yeah. the beauty here <laughs> intellectually yeah right, like the 3ds is like 480p <laughs> right right like, yeah even at yeah it's best even with the new 3ds <laughs> yeah it i i can't imagine i i think it's a miracle that they were able to port that game to the 3ds but i can't imagine it's fun to do Right, that's years. what won me over is like I was so impressed with it. I'm like, that's crazy that they right. put that on here. Yeah, they did that with a couple games of that of a certain era. Like Dragon Quest Eight runs really well on the 3DS. Like I would recommend you play that on the 3DS. Um, Donkey Kong Country Returns was my big yeah. like. How did oh, you yeah. get this on the 3DS? And also, why is it sick. better than it was before? <laughs> that's the right way to play it. No more yeah. motion controls. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that game rules on 3DS. Yeah, yep. I. I um so yeah Xenoblade Chronicles it's perfect for me I don't know if that makes sense but like even though it has empty it makes a lot com- of sense. yeah it's it's empty combat that I I'm like oh I could pour eighty hours into this no problem don't worry about it I I got this I, I'll handle Xenoblade Chronicles over here everyone you guys can go <laughs> back to work <laughs> uh the second game I'm playing the retro game I'm playing is uh Odds World Abe's Odyssey Ooh. for the PlayStation one i love that game oh i was i was wondering if you had played it actually because it seems like a game yeah. that might be up your alley it's kind of lemmings like it's like a puzzly i like it i i, I yeah. played it on a friend's computer at military school i think so never all the way through but okay I had a lot of fun playing it yeah, yeah i had go ahead sorry no no you no no i had um that f- same i've talked about him a ton at my friend's dad who introduced me to resident evil right uh, was also playing odd world at the time <laughs> and so it's got that same vibe of like this is the game for grown-ups and i don't and, sure. but it's, it's one that never clicked for me in the way resident evil so obviously did odd world was like it was one notch too hard for me right yeah i i would say that this game didn't grab me as a kid because uh again like I, it's it's on the PlayStation One, so I, I as a child really just wanted to look at 3D, like I wanted to be in a 3D environment. So it was t- like all pre-rendered and really cool looking at the time. Y- sure. Yeah, but so like, but it's a 2D puzzle platformer, and I think I was just like. I it didn't it didn't make sense in my mind why you I why I'd be playing a 2D game in in <laughs> you know what I mean like um cuz I was a dumb kid also I would say that this game is 2020 as as hell like this is a perfect 2020 game mm. the premise of Abe's Odyssey Just in terms of the story yeah is that you are escaping prison labor so you can <laughs> rescue the everyone from your tribe to return back to your beautiful jungle environment. Right. And the way you're doing it is using like a deep connection and spirituality to your own planet. So it's very like it's it's got this it's making me emotional playing through this game mm. because the uh whatever they're called the moodukes or whatever like the 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 abes they're all like so all they want to do is just sing and whistle and laugh and fart at each other <laughs> and it's 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 also like a brilliantly presented i think that like it's weird to be looking at a game that as far as I can tell, it's holistically original from its like um, art design <laughs> and that <laughs> nobody really copied. 
like nobody it, like you don't see like abe's odyssey done to death right now you know right like i think the closest you can get is like tim burton stuff or like for sure Alice yeah or uh it's got a very Spencer's yeah. gift sort of vibe. Yes. To oh, it. that's 100% how I describe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But looking at it now, it, it, for some reason, that aesthetic quality, it's just so much more attractive now. I don't know why. But the, back then, I, I, I also thought it belonged in like the 90s. This is gross. Let's all fart and puke. Like, mm-hmm. kind no, of. I think it's above that for sure. Yeah. It definitely is. It's, uh, it's a really fun game. So if you like games like Flashback or the original Prince of Persia, um, that's kind of what you're in for. It's like a lot of detailed animations that you can't exit out of. So it can be kind of frustrating to actually do the platforming, but it's because it's, it's a game of a certain ilk, right? It's like not, oh, yeah. it's not it's a Mario. It demands a yeah. lot of precision mm-hmm. from you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You have to really understand how the character moves in order to get anything done in it but i'm almost finished with it it's it's been a it's been a blast you know i do like one little area a day and then kind of just shut it off uh but yeah uh what do you guys say we get into the news real quick Mm -hmm. so we're gonna kind of go light on news i think just because uh i want to get to uh, the main event but last of us (laughs) 2 did come out um and I guess uh, we kind of already talked about that with McCaller, but uh, I, I just had a question, I guess, for the group. Um, uh, aren't we the real monsters after all? Mm. Or are the zombies the monsters? So, um, are the zombies even in this new one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, McCaller, I'm going to leave that to you. Big time. <laughs> Big time. Whatever, whatever their okay, mode okay. of zombies are. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of before it came out, I was thinking like maybe they're just kind of brushing that under the rug and trying to make us forget it was a zombie game. (laughs) (laughs) Zombies are out of vogue now. No, they're zombies. And I will say that uh, they're the real monsters. They their faces are are gross and transformed and and they hurt me. I like uh, just completely cut into it. Like, no, no, it's not about humans being the real monsters. It's the zombies. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I guess because I was curious, you know, if we are the monsters or if the zombies were. So thank you. No, it's natural to have those kind of questions. But yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you just look at them, you'll see. Yeah. Anytime (laughs) I anytime I see a monster in in real life, I go, but aren't I the monster? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to this monster how do i appear well yeah. walking away from last of us 2 and just saying oh no i, I understood the monsters were the zombies <laughs> turns out the monsters and turning off the your zombies. game and going back to washing the dishes yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> question asked and answered yeah yeah uh perfect and then um i guess the only other news that we really had that i care about is that uh the sakurai was going to do another smash presentation about the character from arms that they're going to put into smash brothers ultimate and they've said that they're not going to announce any new characters (laughs) which is crazy because they're all supposed to come out this year i know and also who wants to watch 30 minutes of just talking about the arms guy (laughs) I mean, you were talking. I literally, I would watch sixty minutes of it. <laughs> I would watch anytime. There's like just the the small details that he puts into those videos. Yeah, it's like mesmerizing to me. I don't care what he's talking about. Like he'll. There was one he. I think it was the Terry one where he set two controllers on the table and played with one hand each on each controller <laughs> to demonstrate all his moves against another computer player. That's crazy. I did. I guess I didn't watch that. 
Yeah, that was like insane. And also, that was a 30 minute one, and he spent 90% of it just talking about trivia from King of Fighters because he likes those games. He wasn't like, like talking about Smash Bros. Yeah, that's. I, I also love King of Fighters. Is Smash Bros. <laughs> fan fiction? Yeah, is yeah. It, yes. Is, is Smash yes. Bros. just like Sakurai's Tumblr of things that he likes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah, it is like it is fan fiction in the way that it's like somebody who was writing fan fiction, fan fiction in high school. Like if they made good, you know, like if they right. actually like got high up in a company like that, they'd make this game mm-hmm. sort or of. They made a fighting game that needed a story and they're just like, all right, do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's also literally like specifically Kirby fan fiction, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's well, like he's, he's the he's, hero. His it's his boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think that. <laughs> yeah it's like well, it's what if that, kirby like, was the best is like the <laughs> premise even in brawl every if you remember the story in brawl which there is one mm-hmm. uh the subspace emissary king ddd saves everybody's life <laughs> and he's like the villain from kirby <laughs> yeah and he's the one who, he's the reason like mario survives or something would wow. you would you believe that i have been playing subspace emissary also a little bit <laughs> Like, wow. would you believe that? Yeah, I would. I mean, I would believe it because I have no reason not to. But that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it is crazy. It's not a good game. Um, yeah, it's not. <laughs> but it's fun to watch those cutscenes. Kind of. <laughs> like, I I will admit I have pulled up uh, all Subspace Emissary cutscene mm-hmm. compilation on YouTube multiple times. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. That does, yeah, does sound like a good like, while you're eating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's way longer than you think it is. Um, <laughs> it's way, way less coherent. Than Wait, is it, like a, is it like a story story or is it just oh, like, yeah. really? It is a story. There's no dialogue, but there is a story with uh, mostly just amounts to like two characters team up in an unlikely duo against shadows, but like, and then they keep pairing them off with other characters, but there is a story you can track wow. 100%. Cool. And it's crazy because like, eventually sonic and snake show up and like they factor in yeah <laughs> they factor in we all have a role to play in the events well, to come funny because sonic was added to brawl late so he's not really in the story until he's like the last thing in the story yeah that's i that's wild man <laughs> i would love yeah see we're we're over here getting captain america and thor and stuff i'm i'm saying no give me snake and mario please give me that film I would love it, but I will be the first to say it would be very, very bad. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I would ex- I, I would be disappointed if it was good, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I felt like after watching that Sonic the Hedgehog movie, where it, it definitely wasn't like g- good, but I felt disappointed it wasn't worse. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I agree fully. It wasn't like we got robbed of something interesting. This was so mediocre and nothing. It was like, I guess that was palatable. But we wanted the ugly Sonic face and the movie we talk about for decades. Like, can you believe they made that? Yeah. <laughs> Against all odds, they oh, made wow. this disgusting film. Um, I thought okay. that movie was great. You thought it was great? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, great. Well, I loved, I loved you mean, every second. What, do you mean in good? Way a roll, in the way a roller coaster is great. Okay. Like you're well, roller coasters are fun. great. Now yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I I think you were cutting out McCaller. I I heard you say that movie was just okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can check. Yeah, the something's wrong with my audio here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, okay. Great. Let's let's close out the news bag. 
And uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we were go- we're going to talk about uh, all of the top 10 games definitively uh, that are 3D platformers as voted on by the members of this show. Stay tuned. Games and Comedy Show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and we are still on our road to 100. This is episode 98 of the program. We have one more episode after this, and then it's our and it's our hundredth episode where wow, we will talk shit. about a uh, hundred games. <laughs> it's gonna be a fucking nightmare but i'm excited to do it because mccaller did come up with a very funny idea uh mccaller you want to remind the audience and tell alec for the first time what what the idea is <laughs> yeah we're gonna do the top 100 video games of all time but each member of the zukai tycoon crew is going to be responsible for only a certain number of games so whoever's handling 80 through 70 is going to pick the 80th through 70th best game and that'll be our list it sounds untenable i really it like will be it. there's almost for sure going to be repeats yeah that's the, that was my first question is how many times is one game going to show up uh it could show up as many times as it takes I could who's, who's getting 10 through 1 yeah i don't know we don't know i think i'm gonna shuffle it i'm gonna really i'm gonna dice roll and alec yeah. i was i was hoping you'd be a part of it if if you want in I was just about to, I didn't want to beg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you might get like <laughs> 35 through 20 or something, like you might get. What an insane. I, I don't even know how to begin. <laughs> <handling> that, <laughs> yeah. It's almost like every game. It's almost like you'd have to come up with your own short list of a hundred games and then be like, what are the, what the 30 through 20 is, but no it's one's going to do that. Work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cool. I think everybody should have to make their own top 100 and then. Mm-hmm. Even before we do this, and then at random we will select. <laughs> right, right. That, that would be the smart way to do it. But I have a feeling most people will just go, "Okay, eighty, uh, <laughs> Call of Duty Black Ops, uh, seventy nine, uh, Marvel versus Capcom one." Uh, you know, just like, right. yeah. You can always tell when July is tired of his list when he starts adding Sonic Adventures to yeah. it. Like, if we asked him to do one hundred, I think we would get. I don't even think there are a hundred Sonic games. Oh, there I hope are. there are. <laughs> there, well, actually, you know, because I, I, I did that Mariology web series where I did a, all the Mario mm. games and I got like a, a hundred and what was it? We did like 118 and there's more than that. We missed a few. Oh, wow. But I tried counting Sonic and I think you're right. I think it's under 100, close to like 70 or something. What were the games that you missed in Mariology? I, I mean, that's the thing is I wouldn't be able to remember them now either. Like people would point oh. out like really small. I think, what was it? So, I mean, not like... Stuff in the vein of Mario Picross or whatever. Oh, like okay. Sort of, hmm. not, not like big Mario games, but stuff with Mario in it. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, today's episode, we're going to do the top 10 3D platformers as voted on by this show, uh, members of this show. But there's a twist. Oof. Are you guys ready for the twist? Uh-huh. Yeah. The twist <laughs> is that Super Mario 64, which is a game everyone voted for, most people voted as their number one, is disqualified Whoa. from the list. How come? I think that's... Okay. The reason why it's disqualified is because... Two, for two reasons. The first reason is because we counted it in our open world's top 10. <laughs> uh-huh. 
And uh, I feel like since the object of these is to talk about 10 different games each time, Mm. it's we're going to leave it off. And the other reason is just because it's not it's not interesting. I don't want it. I don't want it to be number one. (laughs) I'm I'm fine with this. Selfishly. Yeah. Yeah. We can all agree, though. That it is the obvious number one. Hey, baby. I think that, uh, yeah. So, like, why don't we spend just a second talking about Super Mario 64 before we launch into this list? Because it's sort of the white whale, right? It's, like, the obvious number one. It's start, it, it, are we crediting this with, like, st- starting the genre of yeah, 3D platforming? For sure. I am. And I think I, part of the reason I do want to briefly talk about it is it's kind of the template for every other choice I made, which is... Mario 64 like set the precedent of what a 3D platformer game would be even if a lot of those things weren't good mm-hmm. like it's there's a lot of empty unused space in that game that makes it a little creepy and weird and it's too like it's still trying to fit into its clothes right like the movement is great uh, it's dated now but like at the time nothing felt better than like exploring like that and I think like my I've mentioned this on this podcast before I think my ideal like if I had like a genie wish, I would just wish to be able to play as Mario from Mario 64 in any game. I want him to I oh, want yeah. that movement <laughs> to explore any other game. Yeah. That, so I, like, it feels like it'd yeah. be so fun exploiting other games as Mario from, from Mario yeah. 64. Yeah. <laughs> Which I know obviously wouldn't work in most games, but like it's a dream wish. Oh so, man. In you Bloodborne, know, you can get up, up on top of all those buildings. You would literally <laughs> never have to use a garbage can in The Last of Us because you could yeah. just triple jump. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's a good wish. Uh, I think for me, Mario 64, it does work as a, I mean, uh, uh, Michael Stevens vetoed Mario 64. Oh, that's another reason michael mikey stevens uh uh, mainstay of the show vetoed this because he was so pissed that it ended up on our open worlds list (laughs) uh and i think that i agree like uh if we're you know it does kind of work as an open world game it's obviously much more of a 3d platformer like belongs in that genre but it's like uh it's just perfect i bought it on the wii u eShop recently to replay Mm. it and it's just like i'm like this game could it could have been made yesterday if you just reskinned everything. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't like the camera is a little shitty. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, they, rumor. yeah, that's the rumor anyway. I I hope that's the case, but I guess we'll see. Um, but well, I, sorry, I wanted to, I mean, you're talking about how it could be an open world game. And I think like that brings up something I think we're going to be talking about here, which is like genre stuff in video games is really hard to pin down and kind of arbitrary half the time. Mm hmm. And especially when it comes to 3D platformer, which could just mean like, do you, how do you delineate between like a collectathon like Banjo Kazooie, right, or just a game where you are a 3D character that can jump moving around? Mm-hmm. I tend to think of like 3D platformers as something that focuses on athletics. Yeah, and, yeah. And collectathons could be like secondary to that. It's mm. it's interesting because so uh, from judging from these lists, so many of us agreed on mostly what a 3d platformer is you know there were some interesting um things that got (laughs) voted for and there's some interesting things that didn't get voted for that i thought might Hmm. but uh we'll get to some of those is so many 3d platformers that are iconic like suck and wouldn't belong in a top 10 (laughs) that's enough that that was the biggest trouble i was having and alec we kind of you know briefly talked about that but mccullough were you having trouble with with your list at all (laughs) i just I was shocked to find how top heavy this list was. 
Yeah. Like the four to five unquestionably great 3D platformers, easy. But then once you, yeah, those seven, eight, I always have fun with my nine and tenth spots. So those were mm-hmm. easy. But like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, six, seven, and eight were kind of like, oh, uh, I guess I like this game. I guess yeah. it has qualities <laughs> that I appreciate. And so right. I put it on. Right. Um, well, we'll, we'll get to honorable mentions at the end, which I feel like is going to be even more fun to talk about than some of these top tens, but, uh, let's, uh, let's get into it. Here's, uh, 10. Whoa. Nope. (laughs) Ah, who can't, who remembers this? Dude, I'm ready to collect chaos emeralds. No. no. Crystal Close. gem. What what is the thing that Crash Bandicoot likes? Ah, you did get it. Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> I think he Apple. likes wampa he likes, fruits. He likes yeah, wampa, wampa fruits. fruits. Sorry. Yeah. This is a, a game called Crash Bandicoot 2. Cortex Strikes Again. Cool. Now, um, can anyone describe to me uh, what the difference between Crash Bandicoot 2 and 1 or 3? Go ahead. Alec, yeah. I, no, I was gonna say I can't. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Uh, I would. I just right now I'm realizing how much Crash Bandicoot Two fits into the Uncharted Two role. Like oh. the first one is more tech demo than game. The first one is like, okay, you kind of understand where it's going. The second one is like colorful and surprising and takes <laughs> you to new environments. And the third one gets a little ahead of itself. <laughs> <laughs> I love the that third breakdown. one, the future one, the time travel. Yes, one? the third one. Yeah, he's okay, traveling yeah. all around. He's uh, got it. He's riding a tiger on the Great Wall of China. That's that's, that's the one I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, Crash Bandicoot is a series that, of course, I have a lot of nostalgia for, and I I do actually like the platforming in it. I do like the style where it's like. Can we call it almost like 2.5D, even though yeah. it's just it's just vertical. Yeah. You're just like going vertical as, as opposed to side to side. But it's, uh, I I like the character and I like I like I like the whole world and the characters and I like the vibe. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know, Alec. How do you great. feel about Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> I I have no interest in Crash Bandicoot, <laughs> and I I think. I, I did read I did try revisiting it when they put out those remakes mm-hmm. and I think I walked away thinking like oh it's like flawed as a 3D platformer because it's it's all front facing or mostly front facing like you're walking away from the camera mm-hmm. and you can't gauge your jumps very well because you're jumping over pits that are like at a perspective it's just it it's, it's like the wrong way to do a 3D platformer mm-hmm. to me you, yes. you can't be precise. <laughs> yeah. It's weird to me that in back in the day I thought it was just Mario 64 but on the PlayStation. Like yeah, I, I just yeah, didn't even didn't even think like why is this why do I li- why is one feel good and one feels hard. <laughs> um but I do I do like uh, I did revisit those Crash uh remakes and had a blast going back to them. Um, again, though, nostalgia is a powerful thing. Oh, yeah. It, Listen, it's 100% nostalgia. If Crash Bandicoot mm-hmm. came out today, and there are like rumors that Crash Bandicoot 4 is getting right. announced. Right, like, I read that this yeah. morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not going to play that shit. This game sucks. <laughs> but I love this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I don't know what to tell you. I, totally. I have such a, an affection for it. I feel mm-hmm. like having a new crash right at the start of a PlayStation generation is going to be so fun and cool. And yeah, 
Hell also, yeah. I do you, respect this choice. I think it deserves a spot, but I don't like it. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think if you want to play a good Crash Bandicoot game, play Crash Team Racing because that game yeah. rules. I've heard that's great. I've never played it. Slaps. Yeah, either version, by the way, PlayStation One or the, the remake is both. I heard the new great. one is like eighty characters in it, which I can't understand. I don't know. I can't name four Crash characters. <laughs> Dude, well, all, all just you... different animals. They're like, here's an alligator. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it has banjo. It has a sorry Diddy Kong Racing vibes that's, very much that's, so. oh well that's that's i love diddy kong race yeah it's, oh, Alec, that's, that's, that's that the setup that's the premise does it have an adventure mode yep. yes it has a hub world it's it's great wait what yeah oh you sold me i had no idea yeah yeah oh, yeah. yeah it's perfect it's great um i didn't know another game did that that's crazy all right let's move on <laughs> nine Shout it out if you know it. <laughs> understand, understand the concept of love. Is this Jet Set? Yep. Are we doing Jet Set? We're doing I'm Jet s- Set. I left this off. Radio Future. I believe, Alec, did you have this as a honorable mention, maybe? This, this was in my honorable mention. Yeah. yeah. I, and here's why. I just haven't really played it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love this game, though. I, I played it at a friend's house for like an hour once, and it's been... Yeah. Can I just also say that I was floored that this actually got a bunch of votes? <laughs> like, I can't believe anyone played this game besides me. I thought really, this I, is a very popular. Yeah. Well, I I guess I just didn't know that because no one really talks about it. Like, it's never gotten a re-release or anything. Like, yeah, the franchise is dead. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I guess. McCaller, did you play Jet Set Radio Future? I want to say I got it for free as an Xbox packet. Yeah. But no. <laughs> I I just I rebought I repurchased this uh, for the Xbox original uh, recently and played started playing through it again on my Xbox 360. It is oh, uh, perfect. It's a great game. Oh, I yeah. I think you might have convinced me to finally play it. Like I this is one of those ones where. It just I didn't own a system that could use it. Yeah, and I it always wanted to play it. Yeah. I, I, I'm so happy that this got votes and that it's on the list. I would say that, uh, you know, check Grind Radio for the Dreamcast is where this this franchise started. And I would not go back and play that. I, I did re-get that again and play some of it. And it's very slow. And that's not great. This Jet Set Radio Future is like fast as hell. And you can do tricks. It feels, it feels kind of like a Tony Hawk style game. Um... But yeah, it's great. It's a great game, and I'm very, uh, I'm very happy and proud of everyone for voting well, for it. As a 3D platformer, let's talk about it. Okay, yeah, it's, uh, it is a 3D platformer. It, it's a 3D platformer that's it has an interesting kind of design feature to it in that you're constantly in motion, like you're on rollerblades, so you're never not moving. You can right. stop, but you shouldn't because it's all about momentum. Um, I voted for a similar genre game that I don't know if it'll pop up or not, but that, I mean, this is the same idea, which is like, I would count this as a 3d platformer because it's still about momentum and athletics and exploring a 3d space. Yes. Even to the point of like accomplishing goals in a level the same way Mario 64 is. Right. Like, yeah. It's, it's got the format. It's just maybe not one you'd like expect to call a 3d platformer. Yeah. But then if you would think about it, it'd be like, where does it belong? Cause it doesn't belong right. really in sports games because it's not there's not a uh, a sport to it 
to it, really. It's not like a goal. Kind of rollerblading, I guess. Rollerblading, like, if we're considering that a sport. But, uh, <laughs> Which I we do don't not. call it a sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I stop rollerbladers at the park and say, hey, you know you're not doing a sport. Yeah. I, I stop them at the park and say, yeah. uh, you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> for what you're then doing. Then I give them a coupon for a free ice cream and send them on their way. Yeah. I say, talk to me when this becomes a skateboard, please. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. So uh, Jet Set Radio Future, great game, uh, great art style, cell shaded graphics if you're into that sort of... I feel like that's a very 2002 choice. <laughs> I I agree, but I think that aesthetic holds up. Like that is yeah. like a, a watermark for me. That's one of those ones where I was like, "That's so cool that a game looks like that." Right, and you know, I just love I love Sega. You know, I love games that Sega makes. Yeah, it's big Sega vibes. Big Sega vibes. <gasps> oh my god, I left off maybe my favorite 3D platformer of all time. I just realized. <laughs> okay, I will get to that. After we get to, I didn't even think about it. Eight more <laughs> choices. Yep. No, I, I I'm gonna write it down at the bottom of my list here. I cannot believe I left this off. I'm so mad at myself. Okay, so Remind I don't. Me. I'm gonna play this. I don't think anyone's gonna get this because I don't. I won't get it either. But tell me if if you know what this is. Prince of Persia? Yes! Oh my god! Oh, wow. wow! Good call, McCaller. Mm, mm, mm. This is Prince of Persia Sands Sand of Time. Time. Hell yeah. Uh, did, did I, I have never played it either. It wasn't on my list, but so many other people voted for it. It got a lot of love. Uh, McCaller, did you put this on your list? I had it at number two. Oh, wow. Okay, so you... I okay, so tell us game. about this game. It, it's... Um, you play as the titular Prince of Persia. You're running up walls, you're jumping, and when you make a mistake, you're rewinding time. Uh, it's ultimately, a, I, I think the reason it ends up being a 3D platformer for me is because so much of it is jumping from ledge to ledge and pillar to pillar. And right. uh, more so than any other game, I mean, I was kind of thinking about it. How much of Mario 64 is jumping on platforms? Like yeah. 40%? Wait. I would say 90%. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I mean, like, you're sliding and you're fighting bob-ombs and you're, like, looking I in see. nooks and crannies. Oh, like, right. There's, the there's more level, than like, just the platform. Yeah, the platforming yeah. challenge isn't a ton. And so when I thought about, like, what's really great about Prince of Persia, it's finding, like, going into these giant rooms where it is just one big platforming challenge mm -hmm. and finding the correct things to hop on and swing on it's like it's as satisfying as a platformer game as i can remember playing yeah this seems like one that i need to try out i've had it recommended to me a lot and i feel like if i don't try it soon it's gonna completely age out yeah it might be there already i haven't played it in years yeah I've, yeah i've kind of all, i've been in the same boat where i'm like it's i can't imagine now is the right time <laughs> <laughs> yeah it'd be cool if they did like a not a remake, but like another new modern Prince of Persia with the same mechanic of like rewinding time. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Well, I'm literally looking at Jake Gyllenhaal right now <laughs> as Prince of Persia. It's hard not to. There are a bunch I, of rumors that it's getting a, a remake remaster. 
any That'd day be now. cool. That'd be cool. Uh, I think it's, it's a property worth revising. But isn't isn't like Assassin's Creed? Wasn't that like essentially just yes. a modern Assassin's? Like that was their idea. Yeah, Assassin's Creed. A lot of the parkour stuff comes from Prince of Persia, and it is very much like this branching path. Mm. Yeah, like I thought it started as a Prince of Persia yeah. sequel, and then it, it just morphed into something different. Yeah, it feels like it's gone down. The uh, Assassin's Creed has become its own thing enough that it's. I yeah. would much prefer There's to go back to a uh, single player, less open, more just like, can you hop your way up this giant cavern to uh, to get to the top? And the other thing is. I am such a sucker for a video game that has a narrative reason for you to die and try again. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, I think it's functionally the same way that Braid works, right? You yeah. make a mistake and then rewind time and try it again. But like, what Mario has multiple lives? What are you? Hold on, Mario. No, I, I'm very much with you, but it's so funny to like. That's one of ninety things in Mario that. <laughs> don't make any logical sense. <laughs> I, I think that's the one that like if i think about it like if he travels to another world okay mushrooms make you big okay leaves give you animal tales mm-hmm. got it that's the fantasy world's rules but he himself can be, can be killed but because he ate a green mushroom he gets to come back yeah that's very scary i mean i think i think uh the logic there it would have to this is just my best way of justifying it <laughs> uh-huh. is like you are not seeing mario come back to life you are you are just seeing a, a failed universe <laughs> <laughs> oh okay great so it's like that like that premise belongs in like a rick and morty episode basically like right. uh, it's one of those. yeah it's infinite mar it's a hundred marios <laughs> i will say that is the premise of guacamelee too Oh wow! Oh wow! That when you beat Guacamelee one, you were the only timeline where you did it correctly, and now they need to come find you. And yeah, one thing I'm realizing while talking about this stuff is I do love jumping from one thing to another. Oh, that is one thing I love, no matter if it's in two D or three D. I do like it in real life too. Yeah. Yeah. If I can climb onto something to get to another thing to jump on another thing too, I mean, I guess I'm like describing Discovery Zone as a kid, but. I mean, yeah, give me Discovery Zone. Hell yeah. Uh, it took me so long to shake off the idea that like a video game is just supposed to be a platformer. <laughs> like, oh, for yeah. sure. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, just as a kid, I was like, why would you play one that's not about jumping? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I've told totally. the story before, but my first time playing Resident Evil, which is now my like life-defining video game series, I was like, where's the fucking jump button? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, wanna, I was so excited they added a jump button to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> that's that cool. Yeah, the most innovative Zelda choice of all time. He's <laughs> just simply to um, jump. Yeah. Well, Link's Awakening, you could jump. I guess you could do it in Link to the Past too. Zelda, yeah, like, Zelda uh, two, also, you could jump. Oh yeah, duh. yeah. But that's like a different kind of jump. Right. That's yeah, a Mario that's, jump. That's a different kind of Zelda. <laughs> yeah, different kind of Zelda. All right, what do you guys say we move on to seven? <laughs> I am shocked as anybody that this got on the list, but I'll be the first to say it shouldn't have made it on the list. No, go ahead. (laughs) No, you're absolutely right. It shouldn't have made it on the list. What is Uh, this? 
This is Sonic Adventure <laughs> 1 and 2. So, like, let's keep in oh, mind, both. they both got a... So, how I did this was, if Sonic Adventure 1 got a vote, I counted it as a half vote for Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. As so if Sonic Adventure 2 got a vote, I counted it as a half vote. And But some people voted for both Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. That counted as a whole vote towards the mm. cause. And it, it earned its way on the list, even by gathering half votes from everyone. So... Yeah. This game... Uh, I think it deserves a spot because it's everything that's wrong about him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet, we still love him anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't know a lot of people who have played Sonic Adventure 2 specifically and walked away going, that game sucks, but I loved it. Like, that's it. Like, everybody feels that way about that game. Yeah. Why do we think we love it so much? It's so, it's so big and ambitious mm -hmm. and full of, like... It's got it's got an insane story that's like yeah. way bigger scale than Sonic should be. Like you go into space and fight an alien clone of your clone, <laughs> and, and it's and it's also a giant lizard. It doesn't make like there's no logic there, but you're just fuck yes, he's supersonic, and there's like a butt rock band playing with lyrics. I mean, listen to this song. <laughs> that's a good jam. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw a live video of them playing, and they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make an argument for tone here. Like, mm, I feel like yeah. this game is so, like, committed to being fun and joyful that, like, it's hard not to, like, be infected by that, even when they're not good at what they're doing. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Well, and just aesthetically, like, Sonic characters have great designs. They're really lovable characters that, like, think of how many bad games Sonic has been in, and he's survived it all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's got, he's got something that we just can't help but love. Yeah, I, I yeah, call and it that's um speed. Speed, baby. <laughs> I was going to say I, I I played through Sonic Adventure 2 last year and um for the first time like all the way through and I just played the light side, the hero side. I didn't play the the dark the dark side and i missing out i know well i i will eventually go back to it but not really but yeah but i are. i'm just like and, and and then i got sonic adventure one for the dreamcast and i was playing a little bit on the dreamcast i'm just like i again i could do this forever i could just play this game forever it's like there's no and it's like i'm constantly dying because the camera suddenly just does a oh does a 180 the, on me and i can't see worst anything camera in a 3d platform yeah which is yeah. saying something that is saying a lot. It's yeah for a, for a genre that is like known to have bad camera issues. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's like I've never played a game that expected me to do something like jump from one millimeter long rail to another one a mile away at <laughs> sixty miles an hour <laughs> while the camera is shifting. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. Supposed to thread this needle and land on it and not lose thirty lives. Right. Like, yeah. Insane. <laughs> Uh, and you know Sonic Adventure 1 does have the whale so we got to mention the whale every time this game mm. gets brought up whale's great I like that whale love the whale mm -hmm. um, also Sonic Adventure 2 we have to talk about the chow garden oh chow garden you could uh, raise chows and every 3D and platformer should have a virtual pet simulator mm -hmm. in there yeah Mario should you have you should have to take care of toads or something oh the lumas yeah the lumas like yeah why didn't galaxy have a luma to taking care of and racing them section well you did you had to shoot yeah. orbs into his mouth to feed him oh that is <laughs> true and then honestly he, you got me yeah. he, he repaid you by making a new level a new level all right well that's sonic adventure one and two i mean we could talk about it for the rest of our lives but i think we move <laughs> on six so i'm not gonna know this by the song if anyone knows it let me know 
I will say this is a very mischievous 3D platformer. Is this Mischief Makers? No, that would be great, though. I believe that's a 2D platformer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. I, listen, I knew I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is a game called Psychonauts. You said mischief. Psychonauts. Yeah. So Psychonauts got a lot of love on the list. It got a lot of votes. Uh, this is a game that I have ve spent very little time with. So d has anyone played this game yeah. all the way through? I love Psychonauts, mm -hmm. uh, and I, it did not make my top 10, but I was it's the one I left on as number 11 because I was like, I can't believe this didn't make my top 10. Right. I love it so much. Which counted as a half um, vote. <laughs> great. Thank you for counting it as a half vote. Yeah. Psychonauts is great, and I think maybe the biggest takeaway here is like the writing. It's it's just a really well realized world with good art direction and characters. Like the platforming itself, I think a lot of people would say it leaves a lot to be desired. Sure, but it's the game's funny, so charming. Right? It's great. Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I this is one that I definitely I own it on PS4. I. Uh, I long to play it someday, maybe when I'm retired. You know, who knows? There's a couple levels that are like... There's there's one level in particular that I think is really remarkable. It's like you're in this crazy milkman's brain, and it's just this... You say milkman? He's a milkman, and he... Well, I think he thinks he's a milkman. I'm trying to remember the specifics here. Oh, no. But his whole world, the whole level, is just like floating chunks of suburbs... Oh, and weird. it's very Mario Galaxy esque with its gravity and like just these floating roads and houses out of nowhere. Like it's great. Looks really cool. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. That makes me really want to play this. Yeah, this is one of those games that you always hear. Like everybody's like, "Wow, it's one of the best games of all time." Mm -hmm. And, it and just... then I'm like, "I'm like, oh yeah, I'll be the judge and I'll never play it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, I really can't figure out why I didn't put it in my top 10, but I'm glad it's on the top 10 in its final form. Hey, it earned a spot. Um, yeah. What do you guys say we move on to five? I'm just going to say it. This is Spyro the Dragon. <laughs> uh, okay. as, the, as soon as that song played, I was like, no, no, no one's going to know this. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Spyro the Dragon. <laughs> Has anyone played it here but me? No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alec, what did you what did you think of Spyro? I I think these games are like they're all pretty good. I just like all the whole PlayStation batch of platformers to me like none of them made the cut. Yeah. But I don't think they're bad. I just think like there's they don't belong in the top ten. <laughs> sure. Yeah. This to me did make my top ten. Um, I would have much rather seen some PlayStation Two er more PlayStation Two era ones make the top ten. Like I think Jack and Daxter is like an infinitely better game than Spyro. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, I mean, you must be implying it didn't make the list. It did not yeah. make the list. I will just spoil that. Jack and Daxter did not make the list. But but this I wouldn't did. have voted for that. But people loved that. I expected that. And and I think it is good. And I and I think Spyro is good too. Especially that remake really fucking shows you the intention behind Spyro like how fun the flying around in Spyro could really be if you if you were given the graphical capability to really nail that but uh, but yeah to me it's just like it is Sony trying to do Mario 64 like they're just trying their hardest to come up with something even close to as good and I think this gets in the conversation but nowhere near like as fun yeah. as a Mario 64 or something. If you had a PlayStation and you wanted to play a 3D platformer, this is probably your best bet. Oh, for sure. Especially since like it utilized like the DualShock, so you were able to use, um, you know, your analog sticks or whatever. 
Yeah. Uh, but again, it I just remember it feeling. Of, I remember it feeling or, toothless and kind of empty. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. Like my experience playing this was also. I think I had. I think I had like. Oh, it was when I had a kidney stone as a kid. Oh God! <laughs> very funny that I had that as a kid. But I was in the hospital, and they uh, they carted out a PlayStation with Spyro for me to play while I was like just born in the hospital. That's nice. And I remember I had a kidney stone and I couldn't lean up to see the TV very well. So I was like flat with my eyes <laughs> pointed straight down. <laughs> I could barely see the TV and I played through this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a fun game. You could blow through it in like an afternoon. It's not, um, it's not, it's not, it's not particularly difficult. It can get difficult if you're trying to hundred percent it. Uh, but yeah, and then I never really hear people talk about the second, the other two games in the series um, that much. But hey, this to me is like uh, the dark side of Crash Bandicoot. Like right. it's, from, what, from the way you guys are describing it, it sounds like it's probably a better game. But like, I just have no connection to it, and it mm-hmm. just feels so like dollar store toy character to me which yeah. is very sad like it makes me like in a toy story way like sad that i would say <laughs> that about a character designed to make children happy right it's fair i mean eventually it did literally become dollar store bin toys with the skylanders that's stuff, very so. true yeah good yeah yeah I, I feel like you were like that's like a reverse prophecy mccall <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you just recounted what happened yeah <laughs> Uh, okay, let's move on to number four. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mario Galaxy, baby. No, close. Yes, it is. Sure it is. This Galaxy is... Two. What? Well, th- th- this might actually... This song might actually show up in Mario Galaxy, but it is a... It's called Champion Road theme, and it's from Super oh, Mario you're... 3D World. Okay, Jeremy, oh, okay. here's what you just did. So, so wait, wait, I want, I want to just to show you how much of a Mario fan I am. Uh huh. You started playing this song, which is the Gusty Garden theme from Mario Galaxy. Maybe the main theme from Mario Galaxy. <laughs> Specifically the main theme. And I noticed it wasn't the version from Mario Galaxy. I'm like, he must have found a remix. Uh-huh. Oh, that went through, that went through okay. my head. And then I realized, no, you chose the part from Mario 3D <laughs> that referenced the Mario Galaxy. Okay, you are correct in all things you just said. <laughs> what about this? Is this more 3D World? Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Specifically okay. Okay. Great. 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 Yeah. So pretend it I played this. He grasped as he soundtrack. That's what you're supposed to pick. Yeah. Yeah. You had yeah. To play a guessing game. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So your your host fludged that up a little bit. Uh, this is Mario 3D World. It is a game that is different than Mario Galaxy. Uh, uh, but not every song. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is uh this is Mario 3D World. This game got I feel like Okay, so what I'll say about Mar- Mar- Super Mario 3D World is I love it. It's perfect. It's beautiful. Give me more yeah. of it. Also, yep. hardly anyone I think has played this game because it lives on the Wii U. Yeah. And I yeah, I I said this is like the one they should have ported over instead of New Super Mario Bros. U because this game's great and nobody got to really play it. Yeah. It's also the, the reason I put it on my list and I think this is probably the worst of the 3D Marios on here. Well, that's not true, but it's the lowest I've placed any of the 3D Marios. Right. But it's got multiplayer. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I, I can't think of a single other one of these that's just like a fully playable 3D platformer that you can play with three other people. Yeah. It, it's so um, it's so great and so charming and so different than all the other Mario 3D platformers. Um, I mean, the same Would could be said about 3D Land? Galaxy, but yeah, I played 3D Land. I guess it's similar yeah. to that, but well, it's, the, it's, the, it's the direct sequel to that. It's like the same exact style, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm I was more putting it in line with the other con- like a uh, console, not handheld. Like oh no, I'm Mario's. sorry, I didn't mean to. Lie. I wasn't arguing. Yeah, no, no, I was no. Just making sure we no, no, that that it. is yeah. fair because yeah, there it, there is another Mario that is just as valid as this game, and it belongs in the 3DS, and it's also perfect. But I think this one's definitely an improvement on that one. Oh, for the only, sure. The only thing is like. 3D Land, the one thing I thought was really interesting was that they did use the stereoscopic 3D to like, I think people didn't like the 3D on the 3DS, but I used it every time I could. And it's because like that game sold it to me so well where I could actually gauge the distance of jumps. Like I could tell depth perception yeah. all of a sudden for the first time. No, it was like, super well utilized. Problem. This is fixed. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a, there's a, you know, you're, I'm with you, Alec. I also am a person who slides that 3d slider all the way to max if I can. And, and I suffer oh, yeah. through it. <laughs> I thought it worked great. I like, I literally was so fully behind it and I was so surprised everyone hated it. Are you, but did you, did you have both an original 3ds and a new 3ds? Yeah, I upgraded. And yeah, they definitely should have just released the original one with the eye tracking technology. Yeah, I was going to say, because I only have an original 3DS and it is hard. It is rough. Like, I have to be perfectly seated. I uh, get that it's rough, but it had a slider, man. You know, you just. Tone that it down is, a bit. that is true. You could turn it down, but I wanted full, I wanted the full depth. I wanted to go all Some, the way in. Every game was designed differently. Like, I remember Ocarina of Time 3D, like, did not work at full 3D. Oh, it was just the, really? They didn't nail it. Like, it just didn't look right. Like, it looked perfect at half or something. Yeah. And they fixed it with Majora's Mask. Now, McCuller, I can't remember. Have you played this game or no? No, I haven't. I played 3D Land. Okay, did you like 3D Land? I loved it. Now, imagine if that was on your TV and uh, better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is probably one of the best-looking 3D or Wii U games, too. Mm-hmm. This game in that same, like, chunk of rumors that said we're getting the Mario 64 triple pack whatever it is uh also suggests that this game is finally coming to switch this year mm-hmm. oh yeah i remember that you're right and i will 100 get it because i've heard this so many times that it's like the perfect multiplayer 3d platformer that everybody's like no underlooked mario 3d platforming gem yeah for sure it is i, I it, i'm definitely glad it's on this list because it deserves a place on the list for sure and a been a seat at the table but i was also surprised because I, I just know people didn't get around to playing this mostly because they were uh you know they weren't stupid enough to buy a wii u like me <laughs> uh i'm surprised it's four number four this is the fourth yeah like like it got that many vote votes yeah yeah, me too. I, yeah. only because we haven't seen any other mario games yet i'm assuming the top three are all mario at this point ah are <laughs> Ooh. they though Ooh. I guess they might not be. I don't know. But I can't imagine this one makes it over many of the others. But yeah. Right. Well, you tell me. Does this sound like Mario to you? I really wish it would have played. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Here you go. Yeah. Baby. God, this shit's so good and bad. <laughs> I love it. Okay, it's Banjo Kazooie. Right. Yep. Uh, an all-time great. An, an all-time, all-time great. great. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh god, it's so terrible. I love this. Listen, yep. I would. I, I, this definitely deserves a spot, but I didn't even put this on my top ten. You did, but you. I thought you did put it on your top ten. Oh, it's in my honorable. Mentions, it's in your honorable yeah. mentions. Got it. I got this one just right. I put it at number three. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Wow. That is that. Yeah. I, I I just can't imagine doing a top ten and this isn't on the list somewhere because it's. You're right. I was being a little. I was being a little devil by leaving it off. No, I I hear <laughs> you. And there are much better 3D platformer games that have come out even in the last few years. But this to me is like. It's like you think of two games when you think of 3D platforming. You think of this and Mario, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I, I was trying to make a case that, like, maybe we shouldn't be celebrating this game anymore. It's not that great. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I mean, uh, also, it, do we like, do, what do we like about this game? Because I, I, I find myself really bumping up against the um, art, art direction. I don't think I like. Like all the characters I, and stuff. I got fatigued with Rareware's art style, but like at the time, I loved it. Yeah. And I, my favorite thing about this game is like the world, the hub world. Yeah. I think exploring it and slowly unlocking stuff was like maybe not as good as Mario 64, but like really close. Yeah. yeah, I feel like this game has the exact number of like secrets and collectibles that I want out of a game. Yeah. Exploring the hub Definitely. world is fun because you are like... You'll, you'll see a painting for a level that you aren't going to get to for another two levels. But like, you know, it's there. It feels like it's in the world. There's like the upfront collecting of like notes that you have to find and, and puzzle pieces. And then there's like the top tier secrets of like stop and swap. I don't think this game would be it's what it is. It's not even in the game, really. Yeah. Without <laughs> the rumors. You can see the ice key. <laughs> that this game fucking stuck in there that were just never to be answered. Yeah. Oh yeah. Isn't there a key that like unlocks something in the second game or something? Yeah. Yeah. They they wanted you to pull out the cartridge and replace it with Banjo Tooie within like five seconds, and Nintendo said that's not good for the hardware. You are not allowed to do that. So a bunch of stuff they left. They kind of just like left in Banjo Kazooie, even though they wouldn't be able to use it. Oh, weird. Yeah, there's like a a giant hidden ice key that they show you if you collect all the puzzle pieces, which I think are only like. You were able to skip two puzzle pieces to beat the game. It's like not that much of a difference yeah. <laughs> between hundred percent and, and uh, any percent. But like, yeah, there's like an ice key that you can see beyond an ice wall. So first of all, when you're, a, it's a game that is about collecting things. That mm-hmm. is the ultimate slap in the face. Yeah, right. it's one big thing you can never touch, and you could you could find it without even seeing that thing at the end. Like if you just go in the freeze easy uh, peak level and like search this out you'll find it yeah it's like fixed this in the xbox re-releases you can actually conduct the games now (laughs) i'm almost afraid yeah i have them and i'm afraid to do it like i love i've I've talked about this before as being like the jfk assassination of video games it's like an endless (laughs) mystery that i'll always be able to (laughs) ruminate over yeah i'm so happy to explain everything at this point but yeah no it really for like a decade i was in the same boat like wow i love hearing about this yeah (laughs) that's that's nuts i i i think it's i think banjo kazooie is great i think the i think one thing i would change about the game now is that i wouldn't have put any of those moves behind a wall i would have given you everything right away Mm, that you can do because that's how mario 64 works and that was the most optimal way to do that 
Well, Mario locks three moves behind, like which is the flying wing cap and the caps. Uh, and the yeah, metal cap. good point. Like, good point. Yeah. No, but but that being said, like you're right. Like a lot of the reason I didn't want to include this is because I don't really know what it did better than Mario sixty four. Mm-hmm. I don't think it did like, anything necessarily better. It's, it's kind of just another Mario sixty four, and it came later. And I didn't feel like it's definitely got like different sense of humor and everything. It's worth it justifies its existence. It's just, yeah, you know, I think it's also like trying to make a case that it doesn't belong. It's it's most interesting. It's more interesting than Mario, too, just by way of that. Like everything is more interesting than Mario because Mario is like Mickey Mouse kind of, you know, like yeah, he's like the antiseptic. <laughs> yeah. Pure version of. Yeah. Yeah. So I would it's also like say this game leans heavier on exploration than Mario did. Like Mario did have six obstacles plus a hundred coins that you could do mm-hmm. in each level versus this game was full of like switches to unlock stuff in the hub world and yeah. uh uh health expansion pieces and uh sharks that would talk to you. Like I, I feel yeah. like that was um uh, like a fuller world which like mario 64 is hinting at and then banjo kazooie took to that yeah so like flavor wise though i think i think you're i mean that's like totally valid and i think i ended up preferring the like weird mysteriousness of mario 64 like mm. banjo kazooie never feels like sinister to me but somehow by accident mario 64 feels like scary sometimes yeah oh yeah <laughs> in a way that like they i do not think was intended and i think is way more interesting over the years to like revisit and remember like there's an underwater city this castle has like dead ends there's like mm-hmm. weird paintings <laughs> that don't lead anywhere it's it's really like ominous yeah but it's just because they were like trying to figure out how to do a 3d platform <laughs> oh, that's right very true. there's like a mist quality to mario 64 of, there, of there like, honestly is. yeah um where it's like it's like this used to be a castle with people and now it's not what happened yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh great let's move on two I know I got the song right this time, right? Yeah. No, that's Super yeah. Mario 3D Land. No, what? No! <laughs> uh, Super Mario Galaxy, by the way, one and two. Again. Yeah. You could consider these. T- yeah, I voted for them mm. as a duo also, and then I counted half votes, and it still made its way all the way to number two on our list. Uh, I think Super Mario Galaxy 2 in particular is a near perfect game. It, that lives in my mind as like an experience that I'll never forget uh, to the point where I'm actually kind of scared to go back to it ever because I'm sure I could find things wrong with it, you know, in my cyn- cynical 30s that I... There's a lot yeah. of motion control stuff that does not work anymore in, that you're like going to be annoyed with. In 2 also? Um, I guess I'm, I, I have trouble delineating these games. Yeah. I like... I cannot separate them. Also, like two was originally supposed to just be, I think, an expansion pack at some point. I've yeah, heard that. yeah. I don't know if that's true, but yeah, like I, that's how I always viewed it too. Is two was just like, hey, instead of extra content, we just made a second game. Yeah, I thought two was just a way tighter experience overall. Like I, I yeah, it definitely. I is. really liked two, um, way more than one. One to me felt I janky, the hub world, and I missed that like. It wasn't the freshest because we had already seen a lot of this stuff, but mm-hmm. it was refined for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the first one was a surprise, and the second one is like great gameplay. Like it's it's yeah. different. Uh, what you know, what you appreciate in video games. Yeah, 
I'm uh, yeah, I like I I love these games. I I tried to play I tried to play one a little bit recently, and like I think the motion control stuff, like the waggle, wasn't quite as fun as I remember it. Like I actually remember having a good time shaking that shaking that stick, you know. Mm. But then, uh, you know, playing it again, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I love the waggle, but yeah. No, I also hated like the thing where you like have to roll on a ball and keep the Wiimote upright. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there was like yeah. a surfing but, mini game. That sucks. The, yeah, that sucks. That was yeah. just bad. But I also but think the game looks else is great. Yeah, the game looks amazing still. Um, mm-hmm. I you remember think. when these like came out and I think the general consensus was like, well, where do you even go from here? Right. How do you make another Mario game? Right. <laughs> Because it was like, yeah, they they had solved the puzzle of like, what's more interesting than 3D space? Like, oh, 3D outer space. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Alec, Bradley. you posed a great yeah. question that I feel like needs answering. One. Where do you go from there? You know. If you thought there was going to be another game to hit number one and it wasn't going to be this, you're a fool. <laughs> yeah, this, this was uh, originally my number one before I reached up with my list. Yeah. It is this, my number one. This is, I, I was shocked, McCuller, that this was your number one and not Mario 64. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought for sure it would be, you, you had more of a good feelings about 64 than odyssey I, but i had to have a sit down and think about it so this is mario odyssey i don't know right if we super mario odyssey. Not. um mario 64 was like new and surprising but i also feel like i have this philosophical art criteria where i'm just like being the first doesn't necessarily make you the best and if something doesn't hold up over time it doesn't get points anymore for me for being the first. And so that's mm-hmm. why I had to like really evaluate, like which one do I want to pick up and play right now? And the answer is always Mario Odyssey. I keep going back to this game. It's the best game anyone ever made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alec, how do you feel about Mar- Mario Odyssey? I loved it. I mean, this is like maybe the last game I could think of that I 100%ed uh, so gleefully. Like mm-hmm. not because I was like trying to finish it. It's just like I didn't want to stop playing. Right. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm in the I, same I boat. It. I feel like I feel like it also has such a great um, uh, difficulty spike. Like when it, and like the the farther yeah. you get into it, the more you're acclimated to moving around as Mario. The the harder challenges get, but they get hard at the right pace. And and by the time you're finishing the game, finally, yes, you're struggling to get through some of the later challenges, but it's still so much fun. And I feel like. You know, this isn't like a Bloodborne situation where you're just banging your head against the wall over and over. This is like, no, in like in like eight tries, you will get this, and it's mm-hmm. and it's this, this game is designed around like wanting you to smile, yeah. wanting you to have fun. Like it's it's really just engineering. Like, well, what choices, what gameplay feelings can we give you to like just core like communicate that we want you to have a good time? Right. Like so many design choices are just feeling back at like how Mario feels, how the sound of the the music is like. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, satisfying game. 
Uh, Super Mario Odyssey is number one on our list. I'm going to go back through the entire list now at this point so we can just recap and everybody's on the same page. Number 10, Crash Bandicoot 2. Number 9, Jet Set Radio Future 8. Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. 7, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. 6 was Psychonauts. 5 is Spyro. 4 is Super Mario 3D World. 3 is Banjo-Kazooie. 2, Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. And 1, Super Mario Odyssey with the addendum that Super Mario 64 is disqualified even though it had by far the most uh, votes and passion (laughs) behind it. Uh, here are right. some honorable mentions that we I want to quickly go through before we exit the show. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine was an honorable mention. It's mm. th- this did not get the votes. Uh, I noticed uh, Alec. Did you? Did you also ha- you had this on this your was, list? This was my number seven, and my my reasoning here is aside from Odyssey, which I think might have been a little better. This is the best Mario's ever felt to move around. The game he's in is not the best 3D Mario, but like spraying the water sliding on his belly jumping up and doing a hover and like all every facet of this moveset is like the best mario's ever felt to me i agree it definitely I, feels much better than 64 to move yeah. around as mario mm-hmm. uh, mccullough did you have this on your list i did not put it on my list yeah uh, i love this game quite a bit but yeah it just it it all feels this is the only nintendo game oh interesting that has that playstation kind of jank yeah a little bit it's a little janky and and just like is with the vo- a bad term i'm just realizing like is that an offensive thing to say oh i don't know i, <laughs> I don't, don't actually so. know what it means i just only heard it referred to in gameplay mechanics. i think it's i think people it might be too ambiguous at this point that's fair yeah like, yeah like no I, I get what you mean though this is like this game feels rough around the edges yeah. there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that's like it's maybe the only time I've seen like a Mario game of this scale show it seems this much. Oh, and yeah. with the with the voice acting too, that totally contributes to making it feel like a PlayStation game, like the crappy voice <laughs> acting. You know, like, um, yeah. Uh, we also had Conker's story. Uh, Conker's Bad Mario Fur game. Day was a uh, honorable mention, which is yeah. another Square game, another uh, 3D platformer. It wasn't on any of our lists, I don't think. Uh, Alex, mm. did you even have it an honorable mention? No, I, I put it on an honorable mention, I, but only because it's worth talking about. I don't think it's good. Yeah, is it? Do, do we like the platforming in it as much as Kazooie at all, or is it just? No no yeah. it's it's a bummer it's i mean it's fine <laughs> yeah a- ape escape people have some affinity for that game but it just didn't have the votes uh i don't i bought i just recently purchased a copy of the playstation one ape escape game because i've never played it and i kind of wanted <laughs> to own it. look yeah. at it yeah i also never played it i mean i actually don't own it i'm borrowing it from a friend but yeah yeah i'm excited to look at it i kind of want to look at it ratcheting cl- ratcheting clank i was i was kind of ex- uh, i thought i thought that was going to be on our list i think it was on at one point and then it had to get taken down but um uh, I assume this is the Ratchet and Clank McCaller that's the newer PS4 one. I mean, the that's remake. the one I put on. That's yeah, the one the I remake. was putting on too. That I I actually voted for it. I think it looks really pretty. Yeah, it feels really good. It's uh, it it like the platforming is fun. Ratchet feels good to move around. It's not doing anything super special. Well, here's the thing. I will say it is doing something super special in its like weapons crafting, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the least interesting part of a 3D platformer to me. Yeah, it's like it's combat is better than any 3D platformers, which is yeah. like not really saying know. much. Yeah, that, not not its strength. <laughs> I think that uh, I was shocked to see not more first person platforming games got on like Portal 2 didn't get uh, the votes didn't have the votes. Uh, Metroid yeah, that Prime. Was in my top three. It's my top two. If you take off Mario 64. Yeah, for sure. But I wanted to make a case for that because like I know that's your it's like a definitely a uh, a tricky choice it's not like a real 3d platformer but what about it isn't 3d platforming you know what i mean right for sure i i consider it a, a 3d platformer yeah. it's just in first person um uh, yeah 
I didn't even I think about that. Just, yeah. That's one of my favorite video games ever made. I would have 100% put it on this list if I'd known it was yeah. available, Jeremy. Well, I think well, that it, that was part it's of the not fun. your fault. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not, <laughs> you yeah. have any responsibility to tell well, us. But I do think that it's like, yeah, I, I think a lot of people had that thing where if they knew they could put it on, they could. And I, yeah. that to, and that to me, that, that attests to a lot of Alec, some of Alec Robbins' uh, additions to his list that I do want to oh go through because they are funny. <laughs> uh, Tony Hawk's of, uh, Pro yeah. Skater 3 is your number. <laughs> five i would say <laughs> it's, the exact, it's the exact same argument as jet set radio uh-huh i think uh as far as if you're just talking about exploring a 3d space jumping and having movement options um this is maybe like one of the purest 3d platformers i could think of it doesn't fit as a sports game to me even though skateboarding is a sport and we addressed that earlier right but like, right i i think it's literally the same format as Mario 64. It's you enter a level, there's challenges you can go for and you only, you can only do a couple of them in one go and you go back into the, like it's the same yeah. exact format without a hub world. Is this the one where you can uh, get off your skateboard finally? I think that wasn't until underground. Ah, okay. Um, but this is the one that added reverts. So like two adds manuals, mm-hmm. three adds reverts. So I picked three cause it's like the one where you finally can like really flow stuff. Do together. all the like stuff. It, it's just, yeah, the perfect stringing together of all your moves yeah. and tricks. And uh, as promised by me to myself, I have to hear this argument for Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> so if you if you take away my number one disqualified pick, which was Super Mario 64, mm-hmm. my number one pick was Shadow of the Colossus. Right. Wow. <laughs> uh, and this was def- this was a late edition. I like texted Jeremy, like, can I change my list? I just thought of a game changer. <laughs> Um, this this game is like (laughs) i know there's a little more to it but there's no stats to it really you can up you can upgrade your stamina but like fuck you can do that in banjo kazooie right like or whatever like it's it's literally just a minimalist version of a 3d platform where there's not a lot to do in the space but you have a huge 3d space open world sure Mm -hmm. but like it's literally about acrobatics and climbing and everything else that these games are about, but on a more, I would say, interesting scale, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it's totally fair of me to call this a 3D platform. I do too. Yeah. Really yeah. 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 I don't think it's. Like, I, the I said yeah. it, I was like, okay, I can see it. Cause it's like the platform is the man you're climbing up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I mean, you're still like, it is about traversal. I, I wouldn't make the same argument for Death Stranding, but it's the same kind of thing where like if traversal of an environment is kind of what's at the DNA of a 3D platformer, like, yeah, like a lot of this game is exploration. You're trying to find the next area, the next boss, and that requires you to like understand the terrain and navigate it. There's not a lot of climbing and verticality in most of it, but, you know, like when it hits, it hits. And then suddenly the boss fights are literal. (laughs) They're like... What's different from Womp's Fortress and climbing the first Colossus? Yeah, I mean, totally. And and you know what? Had this gotten literally one other vote, I would have totally put it on the list for passion alone, baby. You had the passion. Uh, I appreciate. That. I also think it's like it's totally valid, and I hadn't, and I didn't even think about it. Um, oh yeah. Uh, I also want to give out the passion award to one Nick Costanza because he wrote Ooh. literally one sentence. After <laughs> after one of his uh, his uh, entries, Crash Bandicoot Two, Cortex Strikes Back. He said Clancy Brown as Cortex was fire. Okay, 
So, and that's going to do it for Video Games and Comedy Show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we're going to do a quick round of plugs before we get out of here. Alec Robbins, go ahead and plug away, sir. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got a comic about how I'm married to Betty Boop. It's called Mr. Boop. <laughs> you can read that at mrboop.net, or you can follow me on Twitter at Alec Robbins. All right. And McCaller? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Michael McCaller, and you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Michael McCaller. I think I just play Resident Evil games now. And <laughs> I am right now reading Mr. Boop. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. uh, very good. You. Very fun. And, and uh, yeah, you can follow the show at VGA Comedy Show on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. And uh, with that, I'm going to say see you next week. I have got to go to the bathroom more than anyone has ever had to go to the bathroom before. <laughs> <laughs>